episode 240 of the Loud and Proud podcast. We look at the hurlers trash and we look back at the minors and under-20s wins and losses during the week. And we also look ahead to a certain championship match which is taking place this day next week in Navan. All that and a whole lot more, but first, Oasis. Sing it loud and sing it proud today. Yeah, it's, it's so hard to believe. It's Championship Week, lads and lassies. It's absolutely, the time has come to get ramped up, revved up. I've been doing a lot of work behind the scenes. I've been kind of doing a little bit of stuff. There's going to be loads on it. I'm going to talk about that in a second. But right, first of all, our hurlers had a big, big defeat in the Nicky Racker Cup. Obviously, they get, they've gotten promoted last year, having a great win in the Laurie Maher campaign to come back. And come through and win it and beat Fermanagh and they took on Wicklow today in Echelon Park. I didn't even know it was changed um, to Echelon Park, the name of the Ockram, Fortress Ockram, the original fortress. And about Wicklow, Wicklow had come down from the Christie Ring Cup, but listening to Colin Corrigan on the radio doing the updates, talking to Patrick Flaherty from the Democrat was down there, he says, like, they are still a Christie Ring side and and, and a told they, they beat Loud 425 to 13 points um, very 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 tough tough day at the office for the Loud men Paul McCormack side um, and goals was Dan O'Neill Adam Plunkett Connor Quigley Danny Morgan Colin Shaw Liam Malloy and Stephen Stafford made up the defence Peter Fortune and Darren Gig in the middle of the field Jamie McDonald, Sean Keneally Sean Kerrisk Andrew Mackin Conor Murphy, young Conor Murphy made his championship debut and Ryan Walsh as well in the corner. Roland Holland, Aaron McGinnis-Smith, Porrick Fallon and Mark Gahan all came in to proceedings as well. But for six minutes, they had six points. They were six nil up and they just could not get back into it whatsoever. Sean Kerris got their first score and they couldn't get into it, not even back into it, couldn't even get into the game. Sean Kerris, classy hurler, played very well. He got the first point uh, for Loud after seven minutes and then Oh, just the way you're playing these big, big superior teams. Wicklow responded straight away. Andy O'Brien drove right through McCormick's side. Defence and buried open and goal. Gagan did get a couple more frees. Good, nice, sweetly stru- struck long ones that got them going. But uh, another kind of kind of glimmer just before half time. Their captain gets set, got sent off a straight red card. But uh, we had a free, went for goal before half time. It was batted away. So the trail 112 to 4 at half time. And even with the extra man, Wicklow was still superior in the second half. They kind of really opened up. Gagan, uh, did he did, I suppose, eat into the deficit a little bit upon the resumption, but they, the man out, Gavin Weir, was excellent for them. Finished with nine points in total, so he kind of cancelled them out just before uh, Maloney kind of sealed the game. Uh, with a, that was a bit of a fluky goal, kind of dipped in under the crossbar, and then... Uh, it got worse then after that. Christy Morehouse came on, he hit 1-2, and his goal was quickly followed up by Luke Evans, who actually finished in 1-3, but that was like they got the goal. And then Sean Keneally gets another point, and uh, Darren Gagan tidies up the scoreline at the end. But um, to get the double figures was disappointing lost. Uh, but there's still hope for that group. Like We, we, have, uh, we have a chance. And what I like about this the, this loud team is, like, say in the Dublin game, obviously you have Adam Gillespie and Carmen Keown playing very well. And they were very good again the other night. Really good. Really good. I have another kind of theory on that. But other players stepped up again. 
seen a little lot more of Pierce Grimes Murphy, Conor McGinty as well, and then Kieran McGinty in full back. Uh, and then Keem Farrell played very well the first, uh, against Dublin the first day, and he played well again. If other lads stepping up, Ryan Chevron comes in and does well. Liam Brannigan shows what he can do as well. Having been, probably could have been harshly treated, be taken off against Dublin. Uh, but then, and David Reid and Johnny Clare can empties the bench as well. McCluskey comes in, Combe Carter comes in. So does that, that'll all add to the kind of momentum, get them up and going with their first championship win, getting a lot of lads involved. Paddy McHugh comes back in. They all get a feel for it, get a sample, get a taste of it. Their confidence is up. And I, strangely enough, there's a week break. They won't be playing again next Wednesday. They'll be playing uh, Wednesday week against Mead in that kind of do-or-die clash, which is, fortunately enough, in RD as well. So you have four to 15 lads have started um, from the Marys. And probably Michal Reid will probably come back in. I don't know. Well, Lachlan Buckley might keep his place. But Michal Reid could go anywhere place at the half like he has done. Uh, I think he could be a really, really top, top level centre half. Uh, looking going forward but th- this is my theory on this like are you going to be picking lads off this team to develop and get them into this into the senior setup? yeah so you're, lo- you're looking at Robbie Mattis even come in the other night as well um, so you're looking at trying to develop four or five get, get like any club team in the intermediate kind of translates the same Good, strong-minded team. You pick five or six off and hopefully develop them and get them ready for senior. That they play senior football. A bit like that, uh, the Leinster team. That's the final thing. Wayne Cairns' team with Kiki Keane, Lone Callahan and all them boys. Shane Hicken that they played county football. Um, a lot of them did. You know, or even played on the 20. So you're looking at this bunch as well to play county football as well. The reason I'm saying that is because obviously they, they won and they have another game. They have another game to go um, the following week against me to go through to the quarterfinals. You're looking at the under twenties who did they they were beaten by Kildare on a wet, wet, miserable night. Really, really miserable. That was there for them. You you know, it was there for them to beat Kildare. Kildare were kind of ropey they, they, they just did in the game with Callum Bolton's three really good points from distance. Couple of chances and I thought there were, I thought there was a couple of black cards there that should have came. You know, and Kyle McElroy gets a great goal. We don't really push on after that. And it's tough. But it, it's more about getting a lot of those players and bringing them in and getting them ready for next season. Even though, like, like 11 of the 15, can, probably more of the panel, can play uh, next season. There's no doubt about that. But even for Loud to be playing next season, they need to be kept as a group and looked at and developed and put, pushed on to give them the best possible chance of playing for Mickey, maybe National League or maybe some of them might play in the Championship this year. But that's the way you need to look at it. And I'm going to be making my predictions during the week of who the, who, who can get there. I'm picking my team, you know, it's Westmead week, you have to pick your team, my favourite part of the week, my team to, fa- to play... Um, play Westmead it'll be an interesting uh, injuries and breaking news in, in that as well in that you have to pay for that patreon.com forward slash loud and proud I will be previewing with Jerry Buckley Westmead man Westmead examiner columnist past 20 years knows everything inside he's going to give the inside Desi Farrell Desi Farrell Desi Dolan's management and his style and how Westmead have fared this season how they what their expectations are having won the Talton Cup last year so there'll be good, good, really good inside chat there we're going to look back at Westmead uh, Laird as well going to pick a game kind of going to go one game but we did play them twice in that year do you know the, you know the game 
If you have any memories of Lady Westmead we should go through, do let me know and we'll, we'll get into it. I'll have my, my reaction to the Lady team when it's named and uh, the Westmead team as well. All the teams have to be rele- released early on in the panels early on in the week, so I'll have that fairly quickly, fairly lively, so I'll be dissecting that as well. So now's the time to sign up and get involved. There should be, might be a preview show as well. LGA might be doing for the thing. For the for the thing for the Leinster Championship uh, game on Sunday in Navan, yes, definitely Navan, and also coming this Saturday night, the leagues, the league all about it, Joe. That return Saturday night, probably quarter past nine. There's a whole host of fixtures, a full calendar of fixtures for this Saturday evening, um, seven o'clock. I think there's there's two um, Division One games not going. Not going on the Saturday. They must be played. They must be played on the Friday or something. I'll, I'll just check it right now. Um, no, they're playing the Thursday. The Blues are playing the Brides in Knockbridge on Thursday, and the Treadnoughts and the Martins are playing on the Thursday at eight o'clock in Clotterhead. So yeah, I'm gonna have all that. Loads, loads to talk about with that league. All about shows a really good show where we have the crack and get all the information, get all the results out there for you as quick as possible. Just before bedtime, before we nostal down and dream about beating Westmead in the Leinster Championship. Hopefully it will be a reality. I will obviously have talking points as well as all the build-up on it. So really looking forward to it. I'm already hyper about the week. So uh, do sign up, do follow, do share, do tell one person about the podcast. And we get going and enjoy it even more. It might be a load more of stuff as well. I kind of get hyper, like, you know, and I throw a little bit more extra stuff in, maybe a few more interviews, a few more lookbacks and uh, kind of posts and pieces and articles on it as well. So thanks very much for listening to episode 240. Hard luck to the Loud Horrors. No doubt about it. will get back on the bike again next uh, Saturday against us coming. Right, that's it. That's all I have. Good luck, bye bye, and thanks for listening. Chat to you during the week.